We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Deshaun Watson and the path back for the Browns. And it's funny because we talked about, I don't think that the Browns being in the AFC Championship game next year is all about just Deshaun being an elite quarterback. And I think... I think this year showed you if they can figure out how to get the team going on the road, the defense playing at the same level on the road as they do at home, this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with next year. And I think it's I think I think they've proven to you that they've got a formula that can win without elite Deshaun. Now, if Deshaun plays five games, it's going to be a little tough to get where you want to be. It's very tough back to back seasons actually three straight seasons to be playing a backup quarterback and be in the playoffs. So with all this being said, we had Albert on yesterday at this time slot right here at 520. And I was just curious. I I asked him if there had been any, what the relationship like between Deshaun and the Browns were and whether there were any visible signs of strain between the two sides. I think things are okay right now. You know, I mean, obviously the pressure is going to be amped up next year, and for obvious reasons, right? So they win 11 games and make it to the playoffs and, you know, do it with four different quarterbacks and do it with your fourth and fifth tackles. And so there's going to be a lot of pressure on everybody to match that next year if they have a healthier team. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on Deshaun to play well because if you look at it, right, like, you know, we see how good the team is when you're able to play with, you know, different types of quarterbacks and they're able to win with different types of quarterbacks. So, you know, ultimately that contract you gave to Sean is because you think he can elevate people around you. So, all right, like, let's see it now. Like, let's see where he can take a team that was clearly ready to win in 2023 when you're going into 2024. And the interesting thing about it, too, of course, is that you're going to be doing it with a remade offensive staff, which, you know, once again, like, I think is going to be about getting more out of Deshaun Watson, which only will amp up the pressure on Watson to play more like the player he was in 2018, 2019, 2020. I would be surprised if there wasn't already some level of tension between Deshaun and the Browns because they've been through so much together and they don't have a natural amount of winning together because Deshaun's been on the field 11 of those games to offset that, right? Like what? The winning is the cure-all. I don't think it's a big deal right now that things are fine. I think, I honestly, I, I want to give the Browns credit. I think the idea that you could have gone through the last two years, which are as disastrous as they could have gone, it was a, honestly, the entire sideshow that was Deshaun's legal situation. Yeah. 100% hamstrung a young team that was clearly in over its head and didn't have the kind of leadership they needed two years ago. And then the fact you didn't have your quarterback there, while most guys were being asked questions about it because he was suspended. Like, the fact that you only won seven games, or sorry, you only lost 11 games is somewhat of a miracle. So then you come into this year where it was, well, we got together, we rebuilt the offense, and then you never really saw that. You saw some instances of it, and it felt like the more Deshaun was on the field and the more the weather was good, you did see a little bit more of those spread concepts. You just never saw the full offense, right? I think that's fair. And then you add multiple injuries. You add how they handled 
uh, the first and second injuries. The second one wasn't too bad, but that first one was really sloppy handling by the Cleveland Browns. All the while, his personal quarterbacks coach is on social media, um, interacting with people in what might not be the most positive way. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I don't think it's a great look, though, and I think we can all agree that's probably not great when you don't have a relationship with your quarterback in the first place because you've only seen him 11 games in two years. So the fact that we're here going into year three of Deshaun, and it just the trade has not paid off to this point. And now we're talking about, well, what's that shoulder like? And and Andrew Barry last week was like, hey, yeah, we're we're we have no reason to believe the shoulder. Yeah, you can say that. And it might be true. But given the way they handled the injuries this year, you're gonna be a little skeptical. Yeah, I, I don't really trust the Browns when it comes to their um delivery of the message mm-hmm. about the injuries because they just haven't really been truthful with us. Well, and I, I think it would stand to reason in organization going into year three, if Andrew Barry came out and said, let's really play this out. If Andrew came out today or came out last week and said, you know, we're not sure if he's ever going to be uh, Deshaun again. It would be the biggest bleep storm and it'd be a massive story across the NFL. So it it almost, this is the point where I do think it behooves them to lie. like I, or, or not lie, but maybe err on the side of positivity. And be cautious yeah, with. I don't have a problem with him being positive and just saying, "Hey, listen, we're very optimistic about his his recovery and the surgery went well and all these things." Like, until it's a problem, it's not a problem. Well, and I think like I'm really intrigued at the offensive coordinator hire. I'm really intrigued with the offense they I'm, and just how they try and build this town around him because it feels like this is the most you're going to go all in on with him when it comes to building around him. An offensive coordinator that has spread concepts or that has a history with him. I think you're going to start to see them continue to add more players that probably dovetail more into what he does best instead of just the best possible player. And so I think you're in as good a position as you can be. But like, there's also a part of me that thinks this thing could get ugly really quickly if the injury doesn't heal right, if... You go into the season and there's more struggle. Like, I, there's a part of me that I am a believer that just, we all. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre and post game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Overreact so much early in the season that the bottom line for Deshaun is just have, over the course of 17 games, stay healthy and just keep getting better. And that should be enough. There's also a part of me, though, that understands the pressure on Deshaun in this town and the pressure on the Browns to make it work with Deshaun that if he had another slow start statistically – it would be pretty untenable, and that would be a really – I think going into year three, I think it's going to be really tough to keep the train on the tracks if if this thing doesn't hit the ground running that next September. And I, I think that I think we're in rarefied air with where this relationship is going. No, I think you're right about that. I mean, if, if they don't get off to a good start to the season, um, people are going to be starting to hit that little panic button. And I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I think – 
dare I say, I think last year, I think you had about as good of an offseason as you possibly could have, given your limitations going in. I think you need to have the perfect offseason around Deshaun. I, I really think you need to, like, you really need things to go right with this arm. I think you really need to make sure you're honing in on the style of wide receiver. And listen, that that that's a lot easier than it sounds. I mean, I I think I don't know that Amari truly fits quote unquote quote unquote with uh, with Deshaun. I think there's still some fit issue there. I think Amari likes speed wide receivers who can get downfield and make plays in open space. And I think that's why it was so surprising Elijah Moore when he when Deshaun was healthy. It wasn't wasn't that much of a fit. And I think that lead, and like I don't think Cedric necessarily is perfectly what Deshaun needs. I don't think David Bell's perfectly what Deshaun needs. Or sorry, the style of wide receiver that brings the best out of him. And I think that's really interesting where you're going into this offseason, you have to decide whether to pay Amari and still might need two other wide receivers out there. And so I just think we're in a really – I think it's interesting. That's where I would say the Browns and Deshaun's relationship are. Because if he stays healthy and you win 13 games, none of this is going to matter. If he plays seven games, even if you win next year, going into year four, it's really going to be untenable. But there's going to be a year four because you don't have a choice in the matter. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.